Hello and welcome to I'll Try That, the beer review and news podcast. I'll Try That, the beer review and news podcast. Here in London. Ding dong. I was thinking about this last night in bed. Smashed it. <laughs> Proof of success. There's a soon to be a fur daddy. <laughs> Another one in the bag. I'm vetoing that. <laughs> Hi there, and welcome to the I'll Try That podcast. This week, it is just myself, Rich, and Mr. Joe Druitt representing the I'll Try That crew. Uh, Matt Barber is currently away um, dealing with beer-related issues, so we're just going to leave him at that. And of course, Simo is just swanning about in Australia, doing whatever the Australians do, shrimps on Barbies or something like that. Um, but... But beer-related issues, that makes me feel like he's like a beer superhero, where he's like around the farmers around the world sorting out beer <laughs> issues. Like, if there was going to be a comic book for adults about Beer Man, which was just a superhero who went around breweries or just giving people beers who really needed a beer at that time. So, be like, you've had a really bad day, it's all gone wrong, all of a sudden Beer Man appears with an ice cold of your favourite beer. That's a comic book I would read. Well, that's something you want in real life. (laughs) But moving away from Beer Man um, and what Barbara is up to, that's his real name. Um, We are visiting and tasting Langanitas. Is that how I pronounce it, Joe? Yeah, I I pronounce it Langanitas. Either way. So I think the same. You nailed it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think we pronounce it the same. (laughs) But before we we delve, we deep dive into Langanitas, Um, I'm going to hand you over to Joe for the hot topic. Thanks, Rich. Uh, so, this week, we're going to be bringing, uh, although Langanitas is going to be talking about the US-based, uh, California-based brewery, uh, we're going to bring this a lot closer to home in the UK, and we're going to talk about Stockport. In all honesty, I have n- never really considered Stockport in my day-to-day life, or even considered visiting Stockport, Joe. Um, why would I want to go there? Well, you might want to go there for Robinson's Brewery. Yeah, once again, in all honesty, I've never heard of Robinson's Brewery until you mentioned them right then. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, Robinson's Brewery, which I must admit, had never been on my radar. Uh, and especially coming from a place of Stockport. And, you know, if we grew up not too far from Stockport, it, near Manchester, it's like up, <laughs> up near Manchester, Stockport. Um, but, yeah, anyway. We didn't, we didn't grow up We're not too far Manchester. away from it. If you're... Well, closer yeah, than like anyone the in south Global, of England. We live closer to Manchester than them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. But not yeah. as close as those who grew up in Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So we're travelling up to Manchester area, to Stockport specifically. Um, yeah, and, Stock- and Stockport hasn't won too many, like, you know. It definitely hasn't uh, won the European, uh, you know, Garden City Award, which is awarded every year, which I think Liverpool won uh, a few years back. Anyway, I digress because we're talking about Robinson's Brewery, which I had to Google. Um, So Robinson's Brewery, why they've actually, uh, you know, hit the news recently is this is a brewery that's been around for 182 years. So that puts it well up in the map for one of the oldest breweries here in the UK. It must have been something to have lasted 182 years, multiple world wars and a pandemic. Absolutely. I mean, they've. I've got it. They've got an image. This is a BBC article. They've got an image of this brewery, and it's huge. 
you know, it's right slap bang in the centre of Stockport, the city centre. Um, and it's a big, big old, uh, you know, old brewery that's been around, obviously, as I said, for 182 years. Um, so why this is catching the headlines is because after 182 years situated at the Unicorn Brewery site in, uh, in Stockport, as I said, right in the centre of, of the city, they are now moving uh, to a, a, a new site, a brand new site uh, that's cost them twelve million pounds for this move, and they're basically moving out to a Breadbury site, so a bit of out, out of town. Um, so you're probably wondering, well, why? Why on earth would they give up you know, that prime real estate? And I think that's just pretty much answered the question. Prime real estate, you know, this is a centerpiece of the, uh, you know, that the, the brewery is a centerpiece of the Stockport uh, city centre and. Developers want it, you know. They're basically they're you know they there's a few things with the brewery. They can they're they're, they're spinning it as a really good move, you know, a brand new site. You know, they get brand new kegging lines. You know, they get an integrated you know uh, office for all their like back office team. You know, it's a fantastic opportunity. They're saying for economical and lo- overcoming some of the economic and logistical limitations that they're currently having in their city centre. Uh, site, but you know, let's face it, they're you know they're, they're selling because it's the time is right. The property value in 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 the city centre has got to a point where it just makes financial sense, and they want to you know upgrade what? their it's, their it's space. A real shame. I've just googled um, the the brewery, the brewery itself, and it is a fantastic building. Really tall. It looks majestic, and they've got all the embroidered, the nice white writing across the building advertising the brewery and then i just looked at the new image of what their their planned development is and it just looks a bit you know every new building ever sort of thing just sheet metal yeah and curved yeah yeah a little bit of glass you know a big unicorn like logo on the side and a big name of robinson's above it you know so it, you're right it's it's kind of lacking a bit of soul a bit of character which let's face it the old brewery the one that's currently existing in Stockport is is you know is yeah. full of character. You know, it looks like a real a, a, like a factory that's like you know it could be a glove factory. Yeah. It could be a leather tannery factory. It could it could be all these different. It could be the Cadbury's factory. You know, it's just you know it could be one of these many like fantastic like buildings that have been around for for that amount of time. But yeah, they're moving into a more generic place. I mean, it makes sense. I'm sure everyone's lives who worked at the Robinsons uh, Brewery, their lives will be easier in this new place. You know, it's going to have new things. It's going to, as I said, new kegging lines. It's going to have, you know, probably integrated, you know, packaging lines as well. It's probably, it's going to be laid out in a way that makes a lot of sense rather new things added on over time, you know, but, you know, that's kind of a a thing. You know, I kind of hope that, um, that what they're going to do with the old brewery is they kind of keep it, but actually what they are doing is it's going to, um, you know, they're liaising with Stockport Council over possible oh. uses for the present brewery site. So they don't have a real decision about what they're going to do with it. But I have to believe it's going to be accommodation. I can tell you, and, they're like, going city to advertise it as affordable living and it won't be affordable living. Fact. Right, okay. Yeah. In a trendy bre- ex-brewery. Yeah, you there's going to be many people centre. who look like me with moustaches and clothing they brought from a charity store and a greyhound. I have one of those. But yeah, wandering around going, oh, this looks fantastic. But hipsters, there's going to be a bunch of hipsters. I might, I might look into moving. So you yeah. might take up the yeah. old, old Robinson's yeah. that, uh, factory. It, it sounds like the kind of place <laughs> I really want to live. An old brewery. Great. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It could work out well. <laughs> 
Oh, all right. Let's leave the old brewery behind and let's move to Langanitas, which is bloody delicious. Right. Langanitas. I love Langanitas. I'm going to say that off the, off the bat. You know, there is not going to be too many very biased uh, reviews on this podcast, but I'm in love with this product. And I've been in love with this product when I first got introduced to it when I first moved out into the, to the States back in uh, 2015. And I sat at a bar looking up at the, uh, you know, I'd gone to go and watch some American football. My first ever time watching like American football in an American bar. You know, this is a big, this is a big, big bar. I'm sat at the bar and there's just like 150 million screens up on the wall, all showing all these different sports, all, you know, all these different games going on. I don't know anyone. I'm going to, you know, just move there. Um, and there's all these, you know, People just chatting around, eating hot wings, all this stuff. I'm painting the scene for you. And I'm looking up at these beer fonts and I'm going, I have absolutely no idea what I want. Obviously, there are brands up there I know. You know, you can get a Budweiser, get Bud Light, of course. It's a sports bar after all. You know, yeah, I'm sat there. You know, there's Brooklyn Brewery. Okay, I've heard of Brooklyn Brewery. Okay, that's a good solid choice. And then I look over and I see this dog on a beer font. And I'm thinking... Hmm, you've got me intrigued. What's going on there? Uh, and yes, that is in fact Langanitas. Have my first ever, ever, uh, you know, American uh, poured draft poured of, of Langanitas. You know so, so Jeff, and I fell I've in never love. tried Langanitas, and you you set such a lovely scene where you tried your first Langanitas. So I'm going to try something similar to where to where I am when I tried my first Langanitas. So I'm sitting in a two bed flat. In the centre of Weymouth, um, I've currently I've currently closed the door so I can't hear the TV in the living room. Um, laundry is currently all around me, so it smells fantastic in here. Fresh laundry, absolutely everywhere. I'm talking to my good friend Joe. I would say my best friend Joe over over, over Teams right now, and I cracked a Langanitas. And once again, Joe said it's going to be a biased episode. This is fantastic, like. Wow, I, 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 I wish I'd drunk it in, in an American sports bar, but I'm I'm drinking it in my spare room, surrounded by laundry, and I'm sold. I'm sold. If I, I will remember this forever. And that is the power of Langanitas, that you don't have to have the full American experience like I did. You can have your own experience, <laughs> like washing around you in Weymouth. Love that. Um, so yeah. anyway, let's let's maybe unpack a little bit why we're liking this. And I, I I will just say outright, we're having the IPA, which is the one which you're most likely to come up against. They've got a, a quite a few other beers, uh, a little something something, which is a uh, uh, it's got an interesting kind of old caricature of a, of a of a of a busty lady on, which I'm quite thinking oh, that's a bit interesting. We've kind of as a beer industry moved away from from those uh, quite uh, gendered and, and stereotypical well, and you've sexist got a, you've got a busty stereotypes. Lady on your but anyway. Um, no, 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 no. This is a, a uh, little. This is a different sorry, beer called sorry, a little something, I was, something. I wasn't. Yeah, I'm just going through their beers right now. Um, <laughs> that's fine. I, I, I gathered that. Thanks for thanks for being honest to us. <laughs> you were just enjoying your Langanitas and your washing. <laughs> okay, so that is a that's a different um, a hoppy pale wheat ale. Uh, they've got the hazy wonder, uh, which is a sabro citra and cashmere hops. Um, tropical fruitness, so tropical kind of hazy stars, you can imagine. They've got a Maximus Colossal Ale with IPA, which is their 9% Ooh. ABV. So that's basically like their double that. I IPA. A, I, I love a double IPA. Version. They've got a daytime. 
Yeah, they've got a daytime, uh, which is a, a very low-carb, low-calorie version. Uh, it doesn't look good. They need to rethink their branding with that one. Um, it looks awful. Uh, they've got a super cluster, which is a, a citra-hopped mega IPA Ooh, of intergalactic you know, proportions. You know, I really like the can. It looks like something you would have made in high school to advertise a drink. Yeah, I think, I think it looks great. Cluster. It looks yeah. like something they've just gone yeah, on, and like it's that. all the stock images from Word. I'm, I'm there. They're really tapping into yeah. the 90s nostalgia, which is a huge trend right now across industries. Yeah, if you can tap into 90s nostalgia right now, you're going to capture yeah. the millennial market <laughs> well, <laughs> straight away, yeah, there, like there. us. That looks great. Yeah, that's great. I love that. <laughs> Um, and of course, and Langanitas have also got two non-alcoholic versions. They've got an uh, IPNA, which is their non-alcoholic IPA, and they've got a Hoppy Refresher, which is a um, yeah, I don't know, it's like a Citra Equinox and Centennial hops. Uh, am I, am I, am I to believe beer. it's clear so, from what I'm seeing on the bottle? Yeah, it is clear. That's cool. That's what I'm seeing as well. I'm going to click. Yeah, I'm going to you know go what? into details. I, I'm going to if, find out more about if this. If there was clear beer in the world, I think I'm there for it. You know, that's a... Listen to this. Okay. Sparkling water, question mark. Non-alcoholic seltzer, IPA-inspired refresher. However you, see this, however you see this clear beverage, we view it as a fresh take on an old tradition. A variation on a theme of 25-plus years of edgy, edgy brewing at the edge of brewing. Massively dry hop like other Langanita brews, but with the alcohol, carbs, cows, or gluten... But without the alcohol, carbs, huh. cows, or gluten. You know what? Whoa. You know what I'm even more impressed about? Have you scrolled down on the page with the beer in the middle? And it just follows you down as you go. Yeah. That's great. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> the digital agency who have done this website have got a news. I can't get how good Langanitas is. And they've just the website's blown me away. And <laughs> But that is interesting because when on their website, it's obviously it looks kind of kind of it's clear, but it looks like kind of creamy almost. But if you look at the actual photo of this hop refresher, it is yeah. is clear. It looks like water. It's very bizarre, very bizarre. I've never heard of something like this before. It's in their their classic bottles, um, which usually are brown, uh, which you get the you know that's that's typical of of uh, Langanita's bottled beers is that they're brown bottles, uh, but this one is white. Now you are. Drinking out of a can. Yes, yes. Am I right? So in saying, I, I, I was very lucky, um, and I managed to get, I managed to get this in Morrison straight away. I was a bit worried because I'd never heard of Langanitas, and I was a bit worried that I was going to struggle to try and buy it, like a few of these beers that we we do on the podcast. Mainly when Simo names a load of beer that we have to go and mm. buy, and you can only get it in Australia. Not that I'm bitter, but um, looking at it, it <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've, I managed to get it in a can, which which apparently is unusual because Joe Joe's never seen it in a can. Um, but yeah, and I'm just loving I'm loving the imagery of the can as well. I'm assuming you've got I'm assuming you've got the same dog staring back at you. Oh yeah, I've got the dog. Now there's something a bit of a factoid about yes. the dog. So have, the dog right, isn't based on any dog that's kind of related to the brewery. Like when I when I first saw it I thought it might have been like the owner's childhood dog or a dog that hangs around the brewery or is a stray dog near the brewery many dog related facts but it comes back to it's the it's the same dog for or they've based it around the dog from little rascals um which was a film many many moons ago but the little rascals called pete uh so 
Okay. I don't know. I'm not too familiar with The Little Rascals, but I'm sure we've got some listeners who are quite familiar with that. So, yeah, so that's quite interesting. It's it, it, it inspired by, uh, by pop culture, as it were. Um, so I was quite interested to know a bit more about, about Langanese, because I think of, of Langanese as a very craft brewer, independent, small company. Um, but it's obviously got huge popularity in the, in the U- US. Um, so it was founded by someone called Tony McGee. Uh, and they said that it started very small and furiously independent, uh, grew into one of the largest craft brewers, but has recently become the latest independent label to sell to a major beer company. How does that make you feel and taste in your you mouth? You know what? This we, we, we've had this discussion many times. There's many breweries in England, and it, it feels a little bit like they're selling out. But I get it, and I 100% get it. You, the, these people have made something that tastes really, really good. And people want to drink it. People want to. People want. People want it. So, fantastic, fantastic that you've you've got to a point where some some big boy company um, is gone. You know what? That tastes great. We want to give it to the world. Is kind of the way that I see it. So it's it's kind of like a badge of honour. But then I do feel a little bit like oh, someone sold out again. But I get it. I can't. I can't be angry that something this tasty, more people are getting to enjoy. So uh, we, we just talk about how they, they've sold to another company. Um, I'll give you a, a guess as to which company they sold to. All right. I'm going for the big boys who were knocking about. Probably someone. Look, you, you've, heard me, you've heard me maybe say some coarse words against them before. Is it AB and Bev? It's not. Thank it's God. It's not AB and Bev this time. I'm happy. Whoever else brought them, fair play. <laughs> so they initially sold a 50% stake of their business in okay. 2015 that was reported as being 500 Woo-hoo. million dollars this is 50% stake of the company for 500 million dollars it was it's been reported as by the chicago yeah. tribune i'm going to give the source uh, and that was sold to heineken all right i like i like i like heineken heineken's got some good things going on uh there we go so then, and then heineken in 2017 bought the other 50% of the business you go um, heineken to take over the full service <laughs> But you know, as as companies go, I think that's uh, that's. In, I, yeah. I mean, the Dutch they know, know, beer. know beer incredibly well. Uh, you know, they. Um, so so yeah, I think it's. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they haven't. Langanitas have not been classed by the Brewers Association as a craft brewer since that 2015 50% stage. What is the definition of an independent brewer? Do you do you know? Just this is literally for me. Whenever we do more podcasts, that I can get annoyed when they sell out. Just so I know. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have a look at it because I know I, wanna, I know it, but I want to look at the... Um... Okay, so there are two... Okay, so there's okay. two definitions here um, by the Brewers Association. Okay, so this is brewersassociation.org, which is kind of like the, the biggest association yeah. that does, you know, does these kind of things. Okay, so... And this is specifically talking about American craft brewers. So an American craft brewer is a small and independent yeah. brewer. Okay, so it's small in the way that has annual production of 6 million barrels of beer or less. So that's approximately 3% okay. of US annual sales. Uh, and beer production is attributed to a brewer according to rules of alternating proprietorships. Pri- <laughs> I'm going to Google that word in a second. I'm glad you are, because I definitely won't be able to spell it. Uh, and that is, yeah. uh, that's a noun, a plural noun. Uh, the state of or right of owning a business or holding property. Yeah. Okay. So you are the property owner. Okay. And then the second uh, s- second 
thing that you need to do to get this small and independent brewer is to be independent. So less than 25% of the craft brewery is owned or controlled or equivalent economic interest by a beverage alcohol industry member that is not itself a craft brewer. So by those definitions, let's say, hypothetically, Lagunitas could have sold 25% or just 24.9% of their business to Heineken and they would have still been classed as an independent brewer, okay? Or, on the flip side, they could have, by this definition, they could have sold 100% or 99.9%, let's be pedantic, of their business to a non-alcohol or beverage alcohol industry company, so like a a food production company, and they would still have been a class as an independent uh, brewer. Learning that, that, that's a little bit, I don't know, scary and a bit misleading when it comes to a lot of things, because... There could be a lot of breweries out there that we, we assume are independent, but could be owned by a food company. But I, I yeah. don't know if that happens that often, if I'm honest. But we, we, we have talked about it before, a lot of these, especially coming from, uh, from like the likes of Japan, mm. uh, there's a lot of these like multinational companies that are diversified portfolios into food, beverage, all these th- different places. Perhaps some of these breweries they've acquired, they've done solely from like yeah. different arms of their business so that they can still meet these criteria. Oh. So maybe there's something like that going on, but I don't know too much of that. I, I think it's more that the likes of what we're telling about this Langanita story... They get bought out by a brewer. I think I'm f- you know, thinking far too brewer. deeply into it and the, and the dark state and all of this sort of stuff that there's all these underground <laughs> corporate breweries that are buying up all these independent breweries for their food arms. And, I'm, and I just don't know. And, and it's, I'm going to deep dive and probably become a conspiracy theorist um, just based around beer companies. It's... <laughs> you think you think there's a, you, you think there's basically a Doctor Evil lair of mega corporations thinking like all sat around all laughing and going, whoa, whoa. Oh, we like the craft brewery in Weymouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Um, uh, right. Okay. Right, Rich. We're talking about a craft brewer, a then craft brewer, okay, in California. What other? Breweries right. spring to mind when We've you say that. Before is what I'm feeling. They've got mountains in their pictures. Yeah. Would I be? Would I be along the right line there? Um, is it Sierra Nevada? Ding ding ding! Spot on. <laughs> so exactly. Yeah. So they're very similar setups. You know, both California based. Both all to do both about really you know, being around mountains and I mean, very tasty beers. I mean, both very tasty beers. Apparently, oh. they have bad blood. So Langanitas and beef. Sierra Nevada have bad blood. So in January, they've got beef. So in January 2015, Langanitas filed a trademark infringement lawsuit against Sierra Nevada for the label on Sierra Nevada's Hop Hunter IPA. McGee, this is Langanitas, said that it looked too similar to the Langanitas IPA front. The lawsuit riled up enough people that Langanitas dropped the case. Oh, really? That's it. So, so they were saying for the Langanitas IPA... It was very similar to the Sierra Nevada. Saying that oh. the label looked very similar. So a new... So, so the IPA, yeah. the Langanitas IPA is their, like, core product, right? This is the one which probably yeah. makes most of their sales, okay? So if you have a, a company that's, uh, you know, very similar yeah. to yourself, Sierra Nevada is particularly, and they come out with a new beer oh, okay, with a new yeah. label that looks very similar to yours... Well, in America... What are you going to do about it? Um, but this is... Like, I, w- I would genuinely <laughs> love to see the people it riled up. Like, 
So, so, so what the thing is, like, so what riled up is that McGee did this. So Langanita yeah. said, right, you're too close to home. You're copying me. So he filed a lawsuit. But what happened is the public got involved. So what ha- this is a tweet by McGee. Um, okay, so today was in the hands of the ultimate court, the court of public yeah. opinion, i.e. us. And in, in, in it, I got an answer to my question. Our IPAs? has limits so basically he's saying that they've copied me but you guys are telling me to back down so i'm backing down i kind of get where he's coming from but it's kind of harsh that public opinion is forcing them to do that but it improved the sonic movie so i can't really complain i guess i guess kind of maybe you wonder i mean i'm just trying to i wasn't there in 2015 part of this twitter beef or whatever part of the crowd but think putting myself in the perspective of the consumers about that I think maybe we'd like to have think that McGee would have done everything that he possibly could have done with Sierra Nevada before going to court or filing a lawsuit. That's quite an extreme measure, isn't it? You want to know, like, have you rung up this other owner of Sierra Nevada? You probably know on a personal basis because you're from the same location, same era, whatever. You probably know this person. You probably have his phone number in your phone book. Give him a call to say... Hey, mate, this is a very British interpretation of it. Hey, mate, your beer label's a bit close to mine. Do you mind changing it a little I, bit? Because yeah. it's a bit too close. No. I and, like to you think know, the, the way you see what that, happens. that the craft brewing or the beer industry, I feel maybe in some of the smaller breweries and all of that sort of stuff, is quite a nice community to be in. I, I would feel that people would be there they're there to help each other and not be there. But I could be very wrong, as currently my brewing operation is me in my flat alone so it's um yeah i think i, I just i, I maybe maybe may we're just thinking a bit too disney about it that everyone's friends in this industry well i mean they certainly know each other i don't know if that means that they're friends about it it is after all you know you you hear there's a we talk a lot about how this industry brewing is uh i'm referring to is made of mergers and acquisitions that doesn't always happen peacefully let's put it that way Okay then, so I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw another thing out at you, Joe, and I want to see I want to see how you review. So, uh, I, I want to see how you react to this. So um, apparently, okay. it's not really a California beer. Yeah. So what? What do you mean? It's it's got on the label the Langanutas Brewing Company, Petaluma, California, and I know it as a California so, beer. What do you mean it's not it's got from a couple California? Of breweries of which one is in Chicago. But it's known as a California beer um, because Maggie is from Chicago. Um, However, he told the Hop Review that, in a way, all of the beers are from Chicago. Right. So hang on. So they've got a couple of breweries. So that might... So there'll probably be one in California, right? Okay. But he's saying that because he's from California... He's from Chicago that all the beers are from him, so by de facto, they are from Chicago. Okay, or maybe, I mean, I will yeah. probably question that, you know, that that fact. I think that that website is, is having a bit of a, a clickbaity title there, um, yeah. because they did actually start out in California. But, yeah, I kind of get that, all right? He's, a, he's from Chicago, you know, they, they've, they have a brewery there, but they still make it in, the first brewery was in, California, so I think they have a bit of the right to do that. It's kind of like you know, A, B, and Bev. You know, if we were to hold them to that same same regard as to say, oh, you know, you're no longer solely brewing in California, you can't say you're from California. Well, then that means that A, B, and Bev cannot say that they're the America's number one. You know, they are the beer of America or however they refer to it because they're brewed all over the world. It feels pedantic 
for what it is. It feels, yeah, as yeah. you said, clickbaity, kind of unnecessary, and yeah, there's 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 no real need for it. Just kind of like move on. Right. We haven't talked about the taste. We've said yeah. we've made noises about the taste, but we haven't actually talked about the taste yet. So, so uh, give me as, your as, as I said at the start, Joe, this is the first time I've ever tried Langanitas. And you know when you try something for the first time and you have that first initial sip and you're just like, wow. Just a little bit of like, like I've tried I've tried many beers in my time sort of thing. And a lot of them are like, yeah, nice, nice, nice. But there's very few I can say that I've tried for the first time and I've just gone, wow. They've, they've nailed something. They've hit something on the head that just combines the right amount of hoppiness with the right amount of bitterness and a little bit of sour hit coming out in there as well. And I'm just, I'm just sold. And I wish, I would, I would like to drink more, but I would like to try it from the bottle. I want to try it as the draft because I feel I'm going to love all of them and I want to try everything Langanitas has to offer. And I reckon next payday for me, I'm going to order some stuff off their website and just try some bits and bobs all the way down. I think I'd be interested to try their non-alcoholic stuff as well because they're, um, if anyone could probably nail uh, the ale non-alcoholics version, I think Langanitas would be up for a good yeah. shot because this IPA is outstanding. It's one of the best IPAs out there on the market. Um, you know, that's not to overstate it. Like, actually, it's delicious. Oh, wow. It's 6.2% ABV. Uh, so, obviously, just watch out for that. But it, it, is, it is stunning. It's a stunningly good drinking beer. Um, you know, it's really, it's really it's what you expect as, like, a kind of a, like a, an American craft IPA. It's very, e- very easy drinking. Uh, so 6.2%, you know, it doesn't, well, that, doesn't that's drink exactly like a 6.2% beer. I, I didn't even know it was 6.2%. I was genuinely shocked when you said that. And I was mm. like, it does not taste like 6.2%. Well, this, and, and, you know, down to its core essence of what you want from a beer. Yes. It's thirst quenching, you know. It's not like, you know, most beers where you feel like, okay, I get a couple of sips in and, okay, I, I got the kind of the, oh, it's because it's cold it's drinkable or oh okay i've drunk a couple because i was thirsty or i felt like i needed a beer and then and now after a couple of sips i'm like just drinking a nice beer each sip from a langanita that i've had each one after the yeah. last has been a good one like it's it doesn't degrade in taste and flavor and profile like the more you've drunk it like it's actually like three sips four sips ten sips in you're still feeling like it, you're still having a yeah, good taste. It doesn't beer, feel like you drink like some beers sip. and you get to the well, we call them the dregs in England. So the last, the last little bits of the can, and you kind of or the bottle or whatever, and you're like, nah, you're right. And you kind of just put it and you just kind of put it to the side. I finished yeah. once again. I've done two cans in this episode, and I've just enjoyed every single bit all the way down. So I'm looking at their Instagram and they've got this phrase: uh, "Beer speaks, people mumble." <laughs> and uh, and that's their kind of like whole outlook on yeah. on Instagram and Twitter is the fact that you know like they let their beer do the talking basically the reason why uh you know their beer is you know they're they're well they're huge now yeah. you know they've been one of America's one of America's largest craft brewers um and they're now are you know globally exported and slash owned by Heineken um there's a reason for that their beers are, su- are superb their brand itself you know, if you're someone who really buys and likes, you know, some really interesting, you know, kind of craft brew, something a bit different with their marketing, no. you're not going to get that from Langanitas. You know, they are quite, you know, it's as if someone from, you know, the, you know, one of the original, like the founders still doing the marketing. Like it looks really plain. 
You know, it looks very expected of uh, of a brewery, um, and yet their beers are fantastic. So you know, you're not going to look at Langanitas and go, "Oh my god, I can't wait for their new limited edition, you know, bubble gum infused, blah blah blah." You're not going to get that with them. You know, I, I gave out their portfolio yeah. earlier on. It's expected. The only new thing that I had never heard of before is this clear hoppy refresher beer slash. Hot a seltzer slash and whatever, I would like to whatever say that now, Jeff it is. We will try that and we will review it because I am there for that. <laughs> <laughs> so Langanitas on Instagram has two hundred ninety three k followers, and they're following five oh, yeah, people. That's, that's such a flex if you're one of those five yep. people. There we are. <laughs> In fact, who are they? <laughs> oh, it's just their Langanitas. They're just following other Langanitas tap rooms in in Seattle, in uh, Palo, uh, yeah, Palatuma, Chicago. Bold yeah, right. Okay, great. <laughs> their Langanita hops, which is their hop, their, where they get their hops from. Yeah, <laughs> their, their own Instagram account. Why? I don't understand. Fine. Um, and then on Twitter, Langanitas Brewing Co. or Langanitas Beer, you can find them. Uh, they have thirty two point three k followers so overall yeah, yeah. A, quite a biased review because the product speaks for itself it is a fantastic beer a uh, fantastic ipa um if you're into your ipas or you're just into beer in general i'd give langanitas a go um yeah and if you're not into joke, beer joke, joke. this might be it's the one that biased. turns you it's factual and that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the i'll try that podcast and so for me joe rich and simo goodbye don't forget to follow us on instagram twitter and watch us on youtube goodbye now always drink responsibly and if you or anyone else needs some help go to drinkaware.co.uk for more information